Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Politicians love to pass bills with names like the Support Cute Puppies Act or the We Shall Have Clean Air or Everyone for Ice Cream Act. And then, of course, they load those acts up with a lot of pork that has nothing to do with puppies or clean air or ice cream. And it leads us to ask, how much do you know about what is actually in all of these bills that we've been talking about for the last five months? What's in the spending package? Is it just build back better? Is it just cute puppies, clean air and ice cream? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day. Think again. Well, we've often criticized both political parties uh, for playing the games with the titles of the bills and sneaking things in at the last minute on page 467 out of 2,423, uh, where no one's actually going to see it. Uh, but those are the things that we have to see. And especially when we're looking at spending trillions of dollars. And I'm going to remind everyone when we talk about spending, it is not government spending, it is taxpayer funded spending. Uh, it's all on you. It's all on us. And helping us break that down, David Ditch is a policy analyst at the Grover M. Herman Center for the Federal Budget at the Heritage Foundation. He joins us now. David, thanks for jumping on with us today. Thanks for having me. So you've been doing a little scouring uh, from what's been happening on the House side as House Democrats have been cobbling together different versions of the $3.5 trillion uh, spending monstrosity that uh, is going to get trimmed a little bit. Uh, but there's clearly some things in there that uh, may not may not line up with clean air puppies and ice cream. What did you find? Well, first of all, uh, you say three and a half trillion dollars. That's that's a million bajillion dollars. No one can really understand what it is. But let, let's let's break that down a little bit. So, if you take the state of Utah, you think about all the millions of hardworking people from Logan to St. George to Salt Lake City and all points in between. It would take every person in Utah about 14 to 15 years to produce that amount of money. Wow. Wow. That's a <laughs> so, we, so we are talking real money. And I'm going to remind everyone what David just pointed out. It is all of you doing all that work to earn all of that money, uh, even if we confiscated all of it to pay for these things in the bill. That's uh, that's pretty good perspective. So. One of the other things is the name of the bill. You talk about the name. It's the Build Back Better Act. 
that brings to mind things like construction projects, new roads and bridges. This is not an infrastructure bill. This is about providing benefits. And then you have to say, well, who is it providing benefits to? And when I went through the bill reading as much as I could without going absolutely crazy, (laughs) I find that time and again it benefits left-leaning special interests. For example, there is a special tax break for quote-unquote local news journalists. And what that means is it's welfare for media outfits across the country. It doesn't matter whether the people in the area actually think they do good reporting. They're going to get that check from Uncle Sam. Uh, uh, I know one of the other things you pointed out was uh, a little park being done in, I don't know, San Francisco. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's not even being done. It's there. It's been there for years. It's called the Presidio. It used to be a military installation. Now it's a park with some great scenic views, and there's even a golf course. And even though San Francisco is one of the wealthiest areas of the country, they think that we should throw $200 million of money from coast to coast and border to border into this park that, by the way, just happens to be in the district of one Nancy Pelosi. So as, as you as you look at that, let's just break that back a little bit. Uh, so you look at this, uh, it's an earmark, it's $200 million. Uh, as you mentioned, it's a, a place that already has a park and a golf course. It's one of the wealthiest uh, counties in America. Uh, so even, even if we all decided, yeah, that's a good thing, this is really good, uh, clearly they could pay for it themselves as opposed to having the rest of taxpayers from all across the country uh, fl- fit in the bill for that. Exactly. And when they, when that park and the operators of that park don't have to worry about answering to the local taxpayers, when it's coming from taxpayers that are thousands of miles away, that means they can spend it however they see fit. Mm. Yeah. And those are all uh, just uh, a few really quick examples uh, of what is getting tucked in. And this is one of those reasons why we have to have a process that allows us to see what's in there. Uh, I'm one of those who thinks we, we need to get more of these one subject at a time kind of bills uh, or at least have enough time to have all of this very transparent. Uh, let's debate it in front of the American people and then let's take a vote uh, and move it from there. Uh, anything else uh, on your immediate horizon in terms of things that we just ought to be watching as this uh, all the negotiations, mostly between the progressive wing of the Democratic Party and the moderates in the Democratic Party, uh, what else should we be watching for in the days ahead? The big fight is going to – there's multiple fights, but to me I think that the most interesting will be that the progressives want to keep all of these little nitpicky pet projects – And they want to play games with how long is this program or how long is this funding going to last and make it over, you know, make it this, you know, less funding over a shorter period of time. Because once that government program gets started, it's oftentimes really hard to stop. But then a lot of the more moderate members and even some uh, members in, in leadership are saying they should instead get rid of a lot of the, the, frankly, the less important stuff 
and just focus on doing a few things. Yeah, less is more and uh, doing that just a little bit better. Uh, David Ditch, again, policy analyst at the Grover M. Herman Center for the Federal Budget at the Heritage Foundation. Uh, so vital for us to remember where this all starts and where it all ends uh, and recognize that there's nothing closer to eternity than a government program begun. So even shortening the length of some of these programs uh, doesn't really help us in terms of the price tag. And remember, these are not government-paid-for services. These are taxpayers. It's always the taxpayer that pays. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought... There are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.